everybody, and welcome to Chits and Chat. I am Kaz Gable. And I'm Alex Cruzy. And today we head to the beautiful country of Japan for their nation's pinnacle achievement, sushi, in the game. Sushi. <laughs> That's insulting. <laughs> uh, sushi roll. I, I'd love to say something else that was the pinnacle of, uh, of, of their accomplishments, but I cannot think of one. And honestly, it would probably be insulting because I'd probably think of something that's actually Chinese or something like that. <laughs> probably. Woodworking? Paper! Uh, I was trying uh, to think no, of uh, Gunpowder? No. Uh, <laughs> I got nothing. I don't know. <laughs> well, I'm sure they've got many, many, many things they've done, but uh, one of the ones that is most broadly known and loved is, of course, sushi. And uh, this game is the final in, not a final, I should say, is the most recent in a series of sushi games, I guess, of this ilk. Um, there's Sushi Go, which you may have heard of, and then there's Sushi Go Party, which is an expanded version of that. And this one is Sushi Roll, which is the same concept of those two games, except in uh, dice. And uh, I love this game because it introduces some cool little fun elements that are totally not necessary, like the conveyor belts. I don't know why, I just get a huge kick out of that, because it's very common in Japan to have like conveyor belts of sushi, you just grab one off as it comes by, whichever one you want. And uh, this has that, so <laughs> it's totally unnecessary, but I get a real kick out of it. It's uh, totally this is a necessary. Really... <laughs> I just love it. I really love it. But um, anyway, if you've played Sushi Go, this is probably going to be very familiar to you, but there are some new uh, approaches here on that structure, so let's get into exactly how you play this game before we talk to about any more of the deeper details. Oh, I should All say, right. sorry, before we do that, let me explain. Oh. Designed Whoa. by Phil Walker Harding, <laughs> God Among Men. And uh, <laughs> distributed by Game Right uh, Publishers. It's uh, two to five players, about 20 minutes. And um, yeah, there you go. Take it away, Alex. Whew. All right. Whew. Whew. Word ah, there. Whew. Ah. <sighs> all right. Uh, so in this game, bunch of dice. They're all in a bag. Uh, the game will last essentially three rounds, similar to the previous games. Uh, and whoever has the high score at the end of those three rounds will win the game. And there's a lot of similarities to the previous games. Um, it's most closely related to the first game, so if you don't know anything about the sequel, uh, Sushi Go Party, don't worry, there's, I don't think there's actually anything from Sushi Go Party that has been included in here. So if you're very familiar with Sushi Go, you'll be very familiar with a lot of the concepts here. Uh, each player is given a, their own personal player board, which mostly has just, um, reference things about how things score and what things are on each side of the die uh, but it also gives the player a place to put their dice once they collect them uh, they are also given some tokens they're given two swap chop chopstick swap tokens or as my wife would probably lovingly call them uh swap sticks uh chop chopstick swap sticks <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> you, you get it she likes uh the the, the when you make two words, <laughs> one word. What's that word? I've, I've it's blown uh, out of my mind. Anyway, uh, portmanteau. I'll think of it half. That that's it. I was gonna say I'll think of it halfway <laughs> through the show, and it will not relate to anything. Yes, yeah, a portmanteau. Now yell it out. <laughs> Uh, and everyone else is given three uh, re-roll tokens, re-roll menu tokens is what they have on them. Uh, and then depending on how many people are playing, uh, each person will grab a certain amount of dice. Uh, in a four-player game, it's six dice. Five-player game, it's five dice. And you can kind of do the math backwards from there. Uh, and the last thing everyone is given is, a, as he mentioned, a little 
tray for uh, the conveyor belt is where the the non-taken dice go. So your dice get rolled when you start and placed on that conveyor belt because they're not yours yet. They're on the conveyor belt. No one's taken them. Uh, the <laughs> the round will will go as such. At the start of the round, you'll roll your dice, put them on your conveyor belt or whatever dice were on your conveyor belt will get rolled and placed back on there. Then uh, from start player and going around, uh, each person will basically essentially choose one of their die to take, put it on their personal player board, and then the next person will go. You can do a few things before you take uh, your your die, which is those swap and re-roll tokens. If you have any of those, you can use as many of them as you wish. Wish uh, In which order you wish, you do not have to use any. You can just take one from your own conveyor belt. But the re-roll token will allow you to re-roll all the dice or as many dice as you want to on your conveyor belt. Uh, the swap token will allow you to swap one of the dice on your conveyor belt with one of the dice on someone else's conveyor belt. Uh, so for example, you could say, swap one of your dice with someone else's die, and then swap one of your dice with someone else's die and then do a bunch of re-rolls and hope you get what you want uh when you take the die that you just get to take one of those dice and then once everyone has taken one dice all of the conveyor belts will rotate around the table and then whoever the, is the start player there the one of the conveyor belts has a red border around it indicating who is the start player the everyone again re-rolls their dice and the same thing happens over and over again until all the dice have been taken and, and at the end of the round, you score what you have. Now, the things that you can have this to score, there's, again, very similar to the original Sushi Go. There's Nigiri. Depending on which Nigiri you have, could score one, two, or three points. Uh, there's also um, other dice that have uh, wasabi on it. And just like in the other games, if you place a Nigiri on top of a wasabi, it'll be worth three times the points. Uh, there's also the Maki Rolls uh, and... The die has either one, two, or three symbols, but whoever has the grand most total, grand most total, that's horrible. Uh, <laughs> uh, whoever has the most Maki rolls totaled uh, at the end of the round will score six points, and whoever has the second most will score three points. Any ties are friendly ties, so they share in those points. Uh, then there's also another die that has either dumplings, uh, sashimi, or tempura. Uh, the dumplings are either worth two four or eight points depending on how many you have the tempura is either worth one five or ten points again depending on how many you have in the set and the sashimi i always mispronounce that one the sashimi ha oh, uh, is either worth zero six or thirteen so if you only have one i can oh, goodness gracious i'm just gonna call it sashimi <laughs> all right <laughs> yeah it's fine the if you only have one sashimi uh it is not worth any points but if you get a second one you have a total value of six if you have a third one it's a total value of 13 and if you have four then it's still 13 because it's just the whole set the sets only go up two three and it just cycles back over um, you can earn more menus and chopsticks on the die that still has all the wasabi on it so they're they're varying and then the lovingly uh uh, the the uh, pudding is what it is. I was going to say dumplings. I'm like, no, it's not dumplings. It's pudding. The pudding die, uh, which has either one, two, or three puddings on it, uh, and they don't score, as if you remember, till the end of the game if you're used to the original game. Uh, so you'll just take uh, some tokens to remind yourself how many you've earned throughout the game. So there are pudding tokens. Um, 
You'll score up your points, as I mentioned. Each round, there are some tokens to remind you what your points are, so you don't have to like keep a running tally somewhere. The I think the old game, you had to keep your own running tally. The, the tokens are a nice touch. Uh, and again, at the end of the entire game, you'll total up the pudding, and pudding is worth six points if you have the most of it, but it is worth negative six points if you have the least. I believe in a two-player game, you only score six if you have the most. I don't think it has the negative six for having the least. Uh, and the last thing is, for every two tokens that you have to swap and reroll tokens, just those tokens, uh, you will score one point for every two. And it doesn't matter which which organization. If you have one of each, that's fine. If you have one of two of one type, that's fine. That's still one point. Uh, most points at the end of the game wins. All right. Other than pronouncing things incorrectly and not knowing words for things, I think that's everything. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there you go. Yep, that is a sushi roll. Uh, so yeah, this is if you've played Sushi Go before, this will feel different enough that it feels like a you know a, a different take on the same game. It's not just a reskin in dice. Not everything's exactly the same. And the biggest difference, and why I actually like this game better is that you see everything that's coming down the pike. That whole conveyor belt theory that I, thing that I referenced before, they really went all in in that um, structure of this game where the sushi is on a conveyor belt. You do see everything that's out there and how it's going to get back to you. So it takes out some of the needing to remember that Sushi Go did of like, wait, what was in the hand before? All right, I think I know this is around. Then it's coming back to me, and I hope it does come back to me. And that is part of the fun of Sushi Go, to get me wrong. That makes that game... Uh, more fun, but I really do like seeing it coming around and pushing your luck on knowing what other people might pick up and what you hope comes all the way back around to you, and then when it does, it's like, ah, glorious day, I finally got the whatever, sashimi I needed or something. Um, it's a really fun structure. And then also, it's dice, and dice are so much fun, and these dice are really satisfying. They're those rounded corner plastic dice, but they instead of stickers, of course, they have it um, engraved into them. The symbols are engraved into them, so you even, there's a texture to them as well, which is really cool. So they definitely did uh, good quality dice here. So, I don't know, overall, this game is just really fun to interact with. There's a, there's a fair amount of little chits, though, that could be, we'll talk about that when we talk about taking it out part. But um, other than that, I just I really love this game. What are your thoughts about Sushi Roll? I I really enjoy it. I mean, I've I've played Sushi Go Sushi Go a number of times, and I enjoyed it uh, as a two player game. It wasn't that enjoyable because yeah. the original game it was just like all right, I know all the cards. I'm pretty right. sure I know what you're gonna take, and you know what I'm gonna take. So we're just kind of plowing through it, knowing exactly how everything's going to pan out uh in a three or four player game it was pretty good it was still good I, it was quite enjoyable although you didn't again you didn't really know what might be out there from the start because again uh if if you're not if you don't remember if you've never played it it's it was one deck and you just went through it you never shuffled the cards back in so it's possible uh a round might have only one sashimi Oh, yeah. All right, <laughs> you did it. It almost sounds like I'm disgusted by it. <laughs> Sashimi, oh. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, and so you you could get completely zonked with that. Whereas with this, there's you're using the same dice for the most part. Again, depending on how many players there are. If you're playing with the full allotment, you're probably pulling all the dice out every turn. So. 
any strategy could work as long as you have the tokens to to take care of anything you need to. Uh, it also gives you some flexibility when you're playing it uh, because, oh, you know, that swap, being able to swap out uh, is, is really nice. Instead of just, as in the original game, taking two in one turn, this one allows you to just go, okay, I, since I go before that person, I'm going to swap out that, and then I'm definitely getting a sashimi. Or, ooh, I need that tempura because I'm working on tempura. Or, I, I, I'm falling behind on pudding. I can at least grab that pudding before they have a chance to grab it, and so then then I'm not falling behind. I'm good. And I, I like that. It's really nice, and it plays so well with two players. I've played this so many times as a two-player game. It It's it's wonderful. I, I, I want to say I will almost never play Sushi Go again because of sushi roll i really like it yeah it's great i i i feel the same way i i'll play sushi go if someone brings it out but i'll never suggest it i'll always be like oh well do we have sushi roll around (laughs) let's maybe (laughs) do that instead so um yeah i think it just it it's it's a nice enough redesign that it sort of like takes off some of the elements that I've kind of got sick of with Sushi Go and still makes it feel very fresh. And I think it's all just in the, the dice and then seeing it around the table is really, I don't know, a cool element. So, all right, let's talk about taking it out. So if you do decide to take this out, um, it's not going to be, here's where the benefits over Sushi Go come to an abrupt end. <laughs> sushi <laughs> Go is great for taking out because it is just a deck of cards that you um, distribute into hands of how many players are playing and you pass those hands around the table and uh, slowly draft away from those hands. Sushi Roll is a little bit more complicated. So it's not going to kill you uh, or kill, destroy your table experience, but there is a bit of stuff on the table. All right, so in front of you are your player boards. Um, You have your player reference board, and then you have a little uh, track piece of the conveyor belt. And that's where the dice are gonna be set on. Dice you claim are gonna be on your player board. You're gonna take them off the conveyor and put them onto your uh, player board. Dice that are um, being considered or waiting for the next round are gonna be on the conveyor belt. So your dice aren't gonna be just everywhere. They're gonna be on one of those things. But there's gonna be a fair amount of dice going around. The other things that are kind of make it just not annoying but just the other thing to consider is that there's a lot of little chits rocking going around there are pudding tokens that are going to be collected throughout the game and a pile of them somewhere there's going to be chopstick tokens that are going to be earned and collected throughout the game and a pile of them somewhere there are going to be menu tokens that are going to be earned and collected throughout the game and a pile of them somewhere there's also going to be point tokens um you don't have to use these point tokens. You could keep track on your phone if you want to, but they are included with the game, and their default setting is, uh, or default setup is that you do use them for point scoring just to help keep track in between rounds because you're going to total up in between rounds. All right, so that's pretty much it. The only other thing that's going to be around there is the bag of dice um, is going to be floating around somewhere. And so, all in all, it's not bad, but it's enough that you do have to. This isn't going to fit every meal. <laughs> but it is going to be pretty versatile in like, as long as everyone can see the dice around the table and that the board, player boards are about like, I'd say a little smaller than maybe half a sheet of paper and width. They're kind of long, um, approximately just right around that size. If you're, if you're thinking about size frame or reference, um, that that can be sort of maneuvered wherever you need it. You don't need to be writing on it or anything like that. You don't need to be moving um, tokens around that. You're just going to have to put dice on it. And so in that sense, it does work really well 
that uh, you're not going to get things lost. The main thing you're going to have to keep track of is those little tokens, those little uh, menu and chopstick tokens primarily, and eventually pudding um, from falling or knocking that over or, you know, making sure you have that tucked away somewhere. But that's not that big of a deal. So this just falls in the category of one of those games where it is great to play out and with friends. It's a really fun uh, vibe of, of a game. And especially as it's you are eating food in the game or basically ordering food, so it's great where you can play at a restaurant. That's even more fun. But it is also going to have the caveat that you're going to need to do a little creative uh, placement uh, while you're playing, depending on how much stuff you've got on the table. I yeah, think this and, plays and best at like a what, galley table, like bar setting yeah. type thing. It, depending on anyway, how, sorry. like, I think mostly it's like visual, like I need to see what other dice are there, so it can be a bit troubling. Uh, as a two-player game, I think it works pretty well. Uh, I've played it a number of times as a two-player out. Um, I, I didn't have that much trouble. Most things fit on the table. You can kind of move things off to the side. Having some place to roll might be a little bit difficult here and here now. But uh, overall, I think it works well. I've played it a few times with the full allotment of five players out. Uh, it was a little bit more challenging just because, you know, people have to sit a bit further away and to, it was a, I think it was a skinnier table. So it was a bit harder to fit the food with everything else, but it's, it still worked. It's still perfectly enjoyable. Yeah. I've never played it with two. Actually, I should take a crack at it with two. I, I've only played it with groups and, um, uh, I'll have to take try with two. <laughs> I didn't even consider it because Sushi Go just does not play well at two. It doesn't. So even, this one, consider it. this one does play so well at two. I mainly because as a two-player game in the original one, again as I mentioned, y- you know everything that's going to happen because these are dice. They are being rolled. So if a sashimi one day is a tempura the next, uh, that's an old adage from an uh, ancient Chinese Japanese secret thing that, that no one actually says. No, uh, but it, it it having that randomness and having the opportunity of okay, I'm gonna take this now, and there's a chance if I take these three maki rolls, he's gonna have a maki roll die. But <laughs> the odds of him rolling three maki rolls and beating me is less. Likely, and he'll have to waste his rerolls if he wants to go for that. And it it is interesting. And there have been plenty of times where someone wastes all of their rerolls and they don't get anything they want the entire time, and it's hilarious. Uh, unless it happens to me, in which case it's depressing. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Well, I I have to say overall, I think um, vibe-wise, this game probably is one of the best for playing out with groups or taking out to a bar or restaurant. <laughs> um, it's just, I don't know, it, there's something about it that is really, it's just really fun. This is a light, pretty light game, light-hearted game. And I'd say, I don't know, in, in weight-wise, I think it's a little, well, I don't know, where would you put it? Is it heavier, the same, or lighter than Sushi Go? Oh, boy. I'm going to say it's a little bit heavier only because it's probably taking up a little bit more time. You have to yeah. make a few more decisions of, all right, I'm going to swap this out or I'm going to re-roll that. With, with Sushi Go, it was just an immediate, I'm looking at my cards. This is all I have to worry about. I'm taking this one. Pass it on. Um, but I I like the slightly slower pace. It, it makes it a bit more intriguing rather than, you know, I already know. That's it. You know, you, you have time to think about it. And also, because of that, you actually have a bit more time to chat because um, since since the only person that can do anything is the active player, they can 
they're probably taking some time. You can chat with everybody else. Oh, yeah, while they're making their decision of doing things. Uh, another thing is there have been <laughs> – when we were playing our five-player, there were a number of times where, where we get lost in conversation then we come back and be like, wait, whose turn is it? It's easy to find out whose turn it is. It's the person who has, you know, in turn order has the most dice. Um, right. And so it's just like, oh, yeah, you. we left off with you. That's right. And so it's, it's one of those games that – totally allows you to get lost in conversation if need be and then come right back to the game whereas with uh, sushi sushi go was almost too fast for its own good because there were so many times people would be like oh i passed you my cards but i already picked up these cards but we haven't played our cards yet wait why do i have four cards and you have three cards i think we screwed up somewhere we need to start over and that that was a little frustrating so so in terms of kind of being losing where where you are in the game sushi roll works a lot better because it's Everything's kind of laid out. It's easy to figure out where you are. Sushi Go, sometimes things get straight. So many times I've played Sushi Go where it's like, why do I have four? I should only have three cards. Why do you have two cards? Who screwed up? Who messed this up? Right. <laughs> yeah, I've had that happen to me too. It's like, wait a minute. Who? Wait, hold on a second. How? And then it's hard to like track tra- 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 tracking it back is almost impossible at that point when it's gone around the table a few times or a couple hands. Anyway, but uh, yeah, yeah, I, I think this is a, such a great game and really, really engaging, fun to play with a group. And and I just can't think of anybody who wouldn't like this. I guess if you're a hardcore heavy gamer and you just I don't like bright colors and the Japanese, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you wow. may, you may, if you're uh, a racist, you might not like this Hardcore <laughs> anti-Japanese. This might not be the game for you, but even I think hardcore gamers would get a kick out of it. It's it's a well-designed structure enough. Phil Walker-Harding's a very good designer, and um, even as a light game, there's fun and engaging gameplay elements that are uh, n- that need you to pay attention and, and focus on your strategy. There is a strategy here, or lots of strategy, actually, to pursue. pursue. <clears throat> so I think it's pretty satisfying for any type of gamer. Um, unless uh, The only thing, I mean, even people who are hesitant about luck and dice, I feel like this is really offset because you are all kind of sharing that luck together. There's no real getting burned by the dice or the stakes aren't that high either. So it's it's not like you're getting feeling, even when it doesn't go your way, you're not getting like, ah, this game. You know, it's just sort of like, oh, well, oh, well, see what happens next roll. Um, so anyway, I think this is a great game and a good one for everybody. Okay, let's talk about would your mom like this game? God, I... I think she would, but I just don't know if she'd be up for jumping into it because of all the stuff that's going on. Like at its core, it's it's very straightforward and fun and engaging as a group. But there's also that learning curve of like, there's a lot of components here that you have to quickly learn, but learn as well. So I feel like that would be the big hang up (laughs) for your mom even being like interested (laughs) in trying it. But I think she would actually really like this game. What do you think? I'm I'm exactly where you are. I think she probably might like it, but again, there's the whole oh, when like knowing oh, I can't reroll because I don't have a token. When should I swap? I think she'd be fine. I think she could probably get the reroll down. Knowing when to swap, maybe. I think she'd probably only swap like oh, that's exactly the thing I was looking for. I'm gonna swap that. She wouldn't like do a strategic like oh, that's not what I want, but I'm gonna swap it and then I can reroll. She's not gonna think that far ahead. So I think, I think this is most likely a no, but it's there's a possibility that she might enjoy. It. So I'm gonna label it as a maybe no. Uh, so on the lower <laughs> end of of probability, but it's a possibility. I I think 
she could actually enjoy it just because she does like rolling dice and and it does allow for good conversation so i it, there, there's a chance there's a chance <laughs> there is a chance Nice. Yeah, this is definitely, I, I definitely feel like uh, there's a growing list of uh, games we got to get your mom to try. <laughs> <laughs> and this is definitely one of them. So, um, yeah. All right, cool. I, I feel like, uh, what was the last one that there was a chance to? Is that uh, the last uh, one when there was a chance was, it, was, was Splendor? It was Splendor was the... Splendor. Yeah. Yes. I think this is more in the uh, contention than Splendor. I would put this on top of Splendor for... I could see that. Yeah, I think this is slightly more likely than Splendor. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. What else can we say about this little game uh, that we have not already said? All right. Here's the one thing I can say about it is the box that it comes in is way too big. The original Sushi Go came in a tiny little tin or depending on I think they may have made versions that came in a box that were pretty small and, and easy to travel with. The box that this comes in is not very travel worthy. It's like a normal, it's like a like a ticket to ride size box, but like a little bit thinner. That is the size box we're talking about here. And I I disliked it so much and I love the game so much that I actually made a smaller box for it to fit in so that it's easier to take with me to places. <laughs> Yeah, that's. Is, I agree. This is one of those games that are, it's not necessarily large. Um, not as bad as uh, uh, Splendor, um, no. but uh, but uh, definitely a box that could have been shrunk down. And it's weird that it didn't get shrunk down. I mean, because Sushi Go, one of the great things about Sushi Go is its portability. And this game has that to a degree, but it's sort of like they needed, they had a default box size that was a lot cheaper, which is probably what happened actually. And they were like, sure, it's not quite small <laughs> sure, enough whatever. to fit in the Sushi Go size. Uh, we'll just do the next size up. It's that big? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so um, yeah. anyway, that is the, uh, yeah, it's true. That is a minor complaint, but valid nonetheless. All right, guys, <clears throat> let's see. I can't think of anything else to say about Sushi Go. Definitely check this one out. I think it's a really great game, a really cool take on a classic. And um is uh, really nice in fact that it plays also two to five, which is, you know, a lot of times there's hard to find those five player games that are fun and, and engaging to play. This is one of them mm-hmm. uh, and it's a pretty cool con. So you can play a few rounds or cycle people in and out of a game. That's uh, the game says they, you know, if anyone comes up and gets interested, they can start their own or jump into maybe the next one or something like that. So it's a great, um, it's a really great supplement to like a game group too. I think this one is uh, oh, yeah. one that pops up a lot in ours for sure. All right. Well, that will do it for us, everybody. Let us know what you're playing right now, of course. And you can do that in a couple ways. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Chits and Chat. You can also go to our podcast hosting page, eavesdrop.com, and go down to the Chits and Chat section and fill out our comment form there. Uh, you can, uh, let's see, what else you can do? You can go on top of a mountain and shout our names into the air. Perhaps we will hear you. Um, I'm, I don't know. I'm usually <laughs> listening between three o'clock and four o'clock. <laughs> I cover the <laughs> noon to one o'clock time period. So, you know, any of those, keep in mind, yeah. you got to allow for time zone changes. So, yeah, I you know Pacific wherever your mountain zone. is, <laughs> I am mountain. So, you know, there's appropriate. I have a lot of mountains <laughs> you can shout from right near here. But uh, anyway, we'd love to hear from you guys. And uh, until then, oh, wait, I do have a, I do have a catchphrase. Um, oh. All right. All right, here it is. Does your brain need a scratch? Play a game. <laughs> yeah? you realize, I like that one. No, that was last week's. <laughs> oh, did I do that one? Damn it. Yes. All right. 
Uh, it's all running together. Okay, never mind. Never mind. I've got more than one. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, I know I already threw out G is for game. That that was the week two weeks before. Yep. 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 Um. Uh, Let's see. I've got games are like glue for families. That's a sweet one. All right, one. that's a new one. That's a new one. There you go. I don't, I don't absolutely hate that one. <laughs> yeah, I think that's pretty sweet. That's a good one. All right, guys. Well, thank you again for listening, and uh, we're happy you're joining us. Hope you're staying sane, and hope you're getting some gameplays in. And until next episode, thanks for listening, and we will catch you on the next one. Sashimi. <laughs>